Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the KitCast where we go out, literally, we go out and find projects and let you know if you will want to backtrack or sack. I'm KT Data. Well, you're single host today because Drew didn't couldn't make it out to Las Vegas, but we'll have him back next episode. We miss you, Drew. You can see I'm actually literally in the, I'm literally in Indiegogo, the O of Indiegogo. So what we're going to do today is, you know, normally we go out and find projects. This time we're walking the floor, finding the amazing crowdfunded projects. Some of of them aren't out, some of them are out, talking to the creators, giving you the insight behind the whole crowdfunding experience. I hope you guys enjoy it. It has become an annual thing. Um, so away we go and hope you guys enjoy. So I'm just going to hug the O and the Indiegogo because they're awesome. All right, guys, we're here back at CES 2017. I am here with Danny and my Manu. Tell everybody what you guys are showing off because I'm super excited about this because I honestly think this is probably the future of communication. To be fair, you are right. We are all excited about it. Uh, this is my Manu Click. It's the world first truly wireless earbuds uh, with live voice translation in 20, uh, 37 language and a pristine uh, uh, sound quality. Okay. So explain to everybody at home about how it works. Uh, so basically, you've got, uh, we've got, it works in two ways. You can have a communication one-to-one, -one and you can have multiple people. And if you've got like a conference, perfect example would be like here in CES. You know, CES can create a code, a unique code uh, for a translation. So all, all the guys here from different countries can solve tapping with that unique code. And all the stuff that we'll be talking about, or whoever is presenting on stage, all the language will be translated straight into their ears. Uh, that's one option. That's when you're doing a wider area translation or a conference, that's one option how you can use it. Secondly, you can actually invite multiple people by just creating your own unique passcode if you want to start it and share the code via text, WhatsApp or what, Facebook or whatever and talk to someone face to face. The idea behind it is to actually help people when they are out and about or when they are traveling. You know, sometimes all you need is just a direction, you know, to the nearest shop or something like that. And it becomes really difficult if you don't speak the language. But we believe with this, we'll be able to break down that barrier and make, it, and make communication perfect for people to understand each other and make life easy for everyone else. So how many different languages do you support? Uh, at the minute we support uh, 37 languages, it's quite a lot to go through all the language. <laughs> but yeah, we support 37 languages and we are looking to uh, you know, add more to it and collaborate with the community or with you know, uh, businesses to add languages that people actually want uh, on there. Yeah, how, like do you do different dialects too and how do you kind of get in terms of does, does it contextualize what you're translating or does it kind of do more of a one-to-one? One one? Yeah, I mean, in terms of dialects and, uh, you know, uh, slangs and stuff like that, that, that is the feature that we are looking to implement in the uh, future updates. What we've done is, if, if you take something like Arabic, you know, they've got so many different types of Arabic. And I remember when we were doing our beta testing uh, in Dubai, we actually had to, our system was actually created to understand classic, uh, Arabic classical. So people speaking different types of Arabic, the system wasn't recognizing it. So we've made it clear that you know our system can only understand Arabic classical for now. In future update, we're gonna implement uh, uh, intelligence to it, whereby you can actually coach it, you can train the system. So if you've got a specific slang for the meaning of something else, you can actually tell the system that you know when I say this, I actually mean that, and, and the system will learn it. So. Um, you only need one set of earbuds, right? You don't have to have like both people wearing them. No, no. You, all you do is 
one set and your smartphone and you're good to go. How, how long does this charge last? Uh, six hours, a single charge, yeah. Okay, and then you guys are, are you just barely launched on Indiegogo, right? Probably. Yeah, we, we have we are on in demand on Indiegogo at the minute, and you know if you search my menu, uh, it, it will pop up. You will see. It. You can read more about it. You can watch the video and understand the product. Uh, whatever you don't understand about the product, we, we will be happy to explain it to you. Yeah. Um, so. Everybody, make sure you guys check that out. You guys have a website you want people to yeah, go to? Sure, yeah, it's uh, mymoney.com, which is M-Y-M-A-N-U.com, uh, and you find us. All right, Danny, thank you so much. You, your booth is seriously <laughs> busy, and I, I love it, and like, thank you for like, you guys will be the guys who invented the Star Trek translator. You got and it right, I, you got it right, yeah. And I'll be like, we, we got to talk to them. I was there. <laughs> All right, guys, right. more from CS 2017. Yeah. All right, guys, we are back here at CES 2017. I am here with Friso, and you guys have the Kiesel, which I think is very important today, especially in today's landscape of internet, and you're just always on the go traveling and stuff. So tell everybody at home what you guys are showing off here. Yeah, so thanks. Uh, this is Kiesel. It's a device that we make to protect yourself on public Wi-Fi networks, because the risk is that if you're at the Starbucks or a hotel or airport, it's really tempting to use that Wi-Fi network, but it's actually not a safe situation at all. So what we wanted to do was to make a simple solution for people to protect themselves on those networks so you can easily use them without the risk. So what's kind of the process of setting everything up? Okay, so uh, the Kiesel has just one button. So if you turn it on, it will uh, create a hotspot for you that you can find with your phone or your laptop. So you connect your phone to the Kiesel, and then you can tell the Kiesel via your browser to connect to a nearby Wi-Fi network. So when you've done that, and you've basically made Kiesel in sort of a bridge, so it's between you and the hotel, and it encrypts all your data. Oh, that, that's perfect, because I remember when I, I would tell people, like, you know, it's not really safe to go on, like, Starbucks or something, because there are people who just, like, sit there and will want to see who gets on there and get your personal information. And they're like, well, how do I fix it? Well, first you got to go do this, this, and this and then do a somersault and then hope yeah. you, you did it right, right? So this is a genius idea. Um, how, how much is it right now? So right now it's still available on Indiegogo for 139 uh, starting price. We have it in different packages because uh, we provide a VPN service around the world. And for that, we have to uh, charge a monthly fee as well. But on Indiegogo, we're doing it in packages with one year, two year, and even lifetime subscriptions. So you're done with it all, right? And it starts at 139. And how much is the battery life on this? Uh, so it's got an 8,000 milliamp battery, and it lasts around 16 to 20 hours. Uh, and the cool thing is that you can also use it as a power bank if you want. So you can use that battery to charge your phone at the end of the day. I, I love the idea. I love the simplicity of it. Um, where should people go if they want to check it out? Uh, so on Indiegogo, you can get it. Uh, the project's called Kiesel, K-E-E-Z-E-L. It's also available on kiesel.co, so .co. Perfect. Thank you so much, Frisco. Um, and I think somebody told me even the Dutch Prince came and visited you guys. How cool was that? <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. It's, uh, it's royalty, so yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. All right, guys, more from CES 2017 after this. All right, guys, we are here back at CES 2017. I am here with Way of Emora. Tell everybody at home a little bit about what are you guys showing off. Okay, uh, thank you for the interviewing. So basically, we Emora is doing a smart accessory, uh, which use gesture to select colors to uh, express the mood for your loved ones beyond words. So what does it act, so does it detect like your heart rate and stuff too to help determine the color, or do you manually set that? 
We actively choose the color, but we will also utilize the heart rate as the individual personalized blinking style. Yes. So, okay, so show everybody at home a little bit of how it works. So what do you got to do? Okay, so if I rotate my wrist, so the color will change by itself. Uh, like a circulation. So when you uh, confirm you want to select the color, so you just type for confirm. Then, yeah, and uh, after confirmed, so the device will get your heart rate. So we'll use the algorithm to transform into the very special, yeah, blinking light, yes. And then so how does kind of the app work? Can you like share your emotions to your friends too and things like that? Yes, we, ha we have a social app. So basically we, we can post our colors through, through the apps on the wall. So a lot of friends can see the colors at the same time. So if they are interested in your colors, so they can follow you, so they can do the moon link. Yes. Oh, wow. So that means you, if you, if your friend has one, they can kind of send you back, back and forth, and you can message sort of through that, right? We can have some interaction. Yeah. So how how long does the battery last? Uh, one day. One day, yes. and it just charges normal micro USB. Yes. Um, iPhone Blue, and Android also, or yes. just both. Yeah. Okay. So people are interested in checking it out. Where should they go? Do you have a website or something you want people to check out? Yeah, we will launch the Kickstarter or Indiegogo at, uh, on January 18th. 18th? Yes. And then, uh, what's your website? Uh, our website is www.myemora.com. All right, guys. Make sure you check this out. This is a pretty sweet way, you know. Um, everybody's talking about smartwatches and stuff, but this one, everybody will know your mood and you'll be able to share it out to the world. So, more from CES 2017 right after this. Thank you. All right, guys, back at CES 2017, I am here with Derek and Fireflies. And if you guys have been watching the KitCast, you know both Drew and I, we are big fans of featuring projects from the, our hometown of Utah. So, Derek, and if you guys haven't heard of Fireflies, you guys are, at least for me, the original, um, let's just say, wireless tiny earbuds that, okay. that, that are running over Bluetooth, right? Yes. Um, yes. So tell everybody at home a little bit about what you guys are showing off. Yeah, so we have wire-free Bluetooth earbuds. Um, they're the smallest ones on the market, um, relatively. They're all small, but ours are by far the smallest. They fit really nicely in your ear. They run off of Bluetooth, and yeah, that's about it. And then, so you guys initially did a Kickstarter, right, to get this all funded, and it, like it, it, it blew up, right? Yeah, we did a Kickstarter back in August, and it went really well. Um, and we were able to fund our manufacturing and go for there. So do you know how much you guys ended up raising? So we did about 1.3 million on Kickstarter. And then we did uh, an Indiegogo afterwards where we did about $200,000. And you were only looking, I, I think you were looking for a fairly low amount, right? Just to get it all kicked out? Yeah. Um, we wanted sub 100000 We didn't know what we could do, but it was surprising and it was good. So how has kind of the response and feedback been from that and just trying to get all that fulfilled and getting your regular timeline out into the market? So fulfillment on a Kickstarter campaign is always interesting. Um, we, we feel like we've done a pretty good job. Um, we're As of last week, everyone that had ordered on Kickstarter had been fulfilled, which for us is a big win to end a Kickstarter campaign in September and have everyone with their product by December. We feel like that's pretty unique and we did a really good job there. Um, now we're just trying to make the product the best we can and take it into the mass market. That that's actually insane because like that's maybe like what's two three months and you've gotten it all out. That's very unheard of. And uh, you know, normally people are like, oh, de delays, and you guys are just like getting it out on time. Um, do you have any kind of recommendations for people who are thinking of doing this, especially if they blow up like you guys did? Yeah, I don't know. Just have a plan and and, and try and stick to it as best you can. I guess you can say every there, things are going to happen with everyone. So on the headphones, what's the battery life on them? So they last three hours um, before you have to recharge them. 
and how do you how do you charge them? They come with a storage pod, which also charges them. Um, it will charge them three times before you then have to plug that into the wall and recharge that. So how, how much are they going for now? So they're selling for $140 on our website right now. And where should they go if they want to pick it up? So fireflysaudio.com. All right, Derek, thank you so much. Like, I really think you guys were like the first in the you know, original, because we've seen a couple, even from, uh, let's just say, a fruit company that may have made similar things. But I think you're, you guys were like, I love the idea. I loved how you guys put your projects together and stuff. So it was way cool. Okay, well, thank you very much. All right, guys, more from CES after this. All right, guys, we are back at CES 2017. And I always enjoy it when we can follow up with projects that we've featured on the show. And Beam was one of them. If you guys don't remember, that was the projector that was built into that you could screw into a light socket, which is awesome. So we're here with Thomas. Thomas, how are you doing today? Um, tell everybody, you probably can do it better than me, so tell everybody the elevator pitch for the Beam. All right, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, so uh, Beam is indeed a smart light socket projector. It has a light uh, bulb thread on top, and you can screw it into any existing light socket. Uh, it runs apps on its own operating system, and you use your uh, iPhone or Android phone to control it. And that way you can watch movies, you can uh, use AirPlay, uh, Miracast to share pictures and movies. Uh, you can play games on it and basically, well, anything you see also behind me, projecting downwards or forwards. And uh, yeah, that's what we had on Kickstarter. Um, so give everybody a reminder on how well you guys did actually on Kickstarter. Yeah, we, uh, our goal was uh, to go for uh, $200,000, and uh, we actually uh, achieved $760,000 in the end, so it's quite a success for us. Did you have to kind of struggle a little bit because you got you went beyond your expectations on that, or did you kind of have a plan already for that? Um, well, planning is one thing, but execution is another. So what happened is we thought, okay, we will make 500 units, and we'll get our screwdrivers out, and we'll just go and assemble these things, order all the parts, and do it ourselves. But yeah, that really didn't work out anymore uh, at that point. Okay, so aside from wanting to build everything for, um, by yourself from scratch, is there anything you would do different if you had to redo your campaign? Uh, I think I would uh, really think it more through the manufacturing and the logistics. It's something that you have to do actually before your campaign, even though it's usually the part that comes last. Uh, if you think about it beforehand, I think it would really save you a lot of troubles. Did you run into any issues in terms of like shipping stuff out to people or things like that? Yeah, shipping uh, is complicated. I mean, a lot of companies, they do a lot of shipping, but with Kickstarter, you do usually you do, for the first time, you have to ship worldwide to all different customers, customs uh, situations and everything. So it's really uh, difficult to do that, yeah. So would you consider going back and doing another crowdfunding project if you're going to launch something else? Uh, yeah, I would definitely consider doing that. I think uh, we launched a Kickstarter. This brought us not just money, it's brought us publicity, uh, acknowledgement, and a lot of new connections as well. So it's really valuable uh, as a start. How, how did the community kind of play in the in your development and just your, some of the features that you were prioritizing and adding things? Um, well, we had a lot of uh, feedback, of course, and everyone wants to think about it. At one side is difficult because you get so many opinions about your product. Well, you, it's not even a product at that point. Uh, on the other side, it's really insightful that you get a lot of feedback. And have you thought about this? How will you do that? I would like it to do this. Uh, so it gives you kind of a mirror to yourself, like where are we now and how do other people perceive my product? So it's been two years since you've kind of produced this. What's next for you guys now? 
Um, yeah, so uh, we built when we built this was mainly for consumers, so uh, watching movies and playing games, things like that. So what we're currently doing is uh, a rollout also to hotels, restaurants, bars, uh, shops, and everything, because uh, it's also a very good projection solution for that. So we built a lot of software for that lately. Um, after that, we're focusing on improving the hardware itself, making a new version that's brighter, faster, bigger, better, stronger. <laughs> Always, yeah. right? Um, and so if people are interested in picking up a Beam, where should they go? Um, well, they can always go to our own website, beamlabsinc.com, uh, because there's a web shop there too, and we do shipping from there directly. But we're also in uh, yeah, large online retailers like Amazon. Uh, uh, in, the, in the US, we're in Best Buy and uh, Nordstrom, shops like that. So that's also a good place to search. Guys, make sure you check this out. I, I honestly think this is one of the coolest things. And like, brilliant, like putting it into a light socket. Brilliant. Like when I saw it, I'm like, genius. Um, make sure you guys check them out, Beam. More from CES 2017 after this. All right, guys. That was our CES coverage, our special episode of the KitCast. As I was actually editing this episode, I realized I didn't record an outro. So here it is. Thank you guys for listening. And of course, if you guys want to write into the show, that is kickcast at ktdata.net or facebook.com forward slash kickcast or at kickcast on Twitter. So we'll see you next week or in two weeks um, for another episode of the kickcast. See you later, guys. <laughs>